Hey everybody, welcome back to the Pardon Wall Podcast. I'm your host, David Lilly, and uh, this is episode 58. Um, I have an amazing guest tonight. We're going to talk a little bit about um, art and uh, art in a political realm, sort of. Not really. It's mostly about creative people doing creative things and inside of a community. Um, but before I do that, uh, I want to let you know that uh, there's a new t-shirt up in the merch store. Um, I'm reluctant to tell you what it is because I want you to go take a look at No, I'm just going to spoil it for you. Uh, if you go to pardonwellmerch.com, you'll see the newest t-shirt up. It's a, it's a shout out to the, one of my favorite movies, a cult classic Bloodsport with Jean-Claude Van Damme. I've been sitting on this t-shirt for quite some time. Uh, it's nothing impressive. It was just fun. I was like, this will be a fun shirt. I would like to have this shirt. And since I have the capabilities um, and no one's caught me on copyright yet, I threw that one up just for you. So if you go there, uh, pardonwell podca- um, pardonwellmerch.com, use promo code podcast, get 15% off. That's like all my profits. So it's just... You're just getting a shirt because I love you guys. Um, anyway, on to my guest. So my guest uh, started a website in a social group uh, called Libertarians Who Make Art. Now, I don't know a ton about my guest. I actually just reached out and was like, this is a really rad idea. I like this. Um, matter of fact, one of my previous guests, not on the podcast, we talked a lot about um, why you know artists are you know kind of prone to isolate and they don't really get into a communities they don't really find other artists that have similar mindsets and so we were talking about this particularly um because me and him were both libertarians <clears throat> well lo and behold someone had already done it and so i was like i want to get that guy on the podcast and uh talk to him his name is jared widener and uh he is the uh i guess creator of libertarians who make art jaron what's up man hey how's it going Good, man. Was that a decent intro? Did I say, were you like, no, no, I didn't create this. I just took it over. Did I mess that up? Oh, no, that's right. That's kind of okay. Good. little creation. Very cool. So, so do you want to tell me, tell me about yourself? Like where, where did the art thing come in for you? Or what if you're not, are you an artist at all? Do you, you're like, no, I'm, I just, I'm an engineer. I don't like art actually. Um, yeah, no, I've, I kind of grew up listening to a lot of music and, um, kind of was trying to do the punk rock band when I was a teenager and stuff like that. Me too, man. Me too. Maybe (laughs) all of us have done that. We've all had a a phase. I think a lot of people went through that phase. Yeah, yeah. When I see the uh, Blink-182 poster behind you there. Where at? Do I have one? I might not have one. Oh, no, no. That's an art piece. It looks like it. Oh, I mean, it looks a lot like it. Dude, you freaked me out. My Blink-182 poster's on the other side of the screen. I was like, oh my God, is he in the room with me? Um, No. I was to, I'm going to interrupt you, even though you're introducing yourself. I was in, I was totally in a punk band in high school and we oh, yeah. played Blink-182, a big pop punk fan uh, growing up. And then I went off into punk. Is that, is that the same thing you did? Did you start off with pop punk or what were you into? Um, yeah, uh, pop punk. And I definitely, you know, was involved with my church and youth group and a lot of the, uh, the Christian punk rock and hardcore and stuff like that. So, you oh, know, Lord, the, dude. We might be uh, brothers from another mother. That's the same thing. Um, Christian punk. I mean, we could sit on that one for a little bit. I'm going to be honest. My favorite. I'm going to tell you my favorite so you don't get okay. embarrassed. MXPX, right off the bat. Definitely one of them. Yep. Yeah. That was early on and, uh, yeah, continued. I mean, they're still going today. Are they really? <laughs> yeah. Very Crazy. Cool. Really right. So you're a musician. Um, do you, what What was it? Guitar? Bass? Um, I don't consider drummers musicians, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I uh, started on guitar um, the last, you know, maybe 10 years or so. Probably done more bass guitar. 
Um, about 10 years ago, I started a project that was more synth based. So it was like electronic. I call it yeah. synth punk. So it's yeah, like, yeah. okay. It's kind of the energy and feel of pop punk, but there was no guitars. Is it similar to, um, what was that guy that came out? Owl city? Do you remember him? Um, yeah, it's, yeah. uh, okay. kind of like that. Um, postal service. Um, Oh, very nice. That's right. I totally forgot about them. Yeah. A little bit more aggressive, I guess, okay. than those, but very influenced by that. Very rad. Very rad. You know what? Um, this is a weird side tangent. You can tell me your <laughs> thoughts about this. Because I just now thought of this. Because all of my friends in, in punk bands were in high school, being in a band was like the cool thing to do. You played football or you uh, <laughs> were in a band. Like that's, and I just chose ba- being in bands. But I was also in band, like marching band mm. and stuff like that. Um, but most of my friends who were in band bands, like would do battle the bands, play guitar, write songs, and do shows. A lot of them came from not band in high school. But a lot of them came from like youth groups. And I think, yeah, hear me out. I think most youth bastards are like, we got to get something together. Can someone start playing guitar? And I think that <laughs> sparked a ton of kids. Um, instead of like skip the oboe, went straight to guitar and stuff. Yeah, and, uh, and started with that. What do you think? Do you think? Do you think youth groups probably produce more band members than than actual bands? Yeah, I kind of think that. Um, I mean, I was homeschooled, so I don't really. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't have a chance to to do Lucky. band, but. Um, but yeah, I mean, in the '90s, a lot of churches were trying to like get their their worship bands together, and all those youth group kids were like, "Oh, I want to." play guitar drums in the worship band church on Sunday. So I think, you know, throughout the nineties, it definitely produced a lot of musicians and uh, a lot of them tried to create bands outside of, of that as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I can see that now going back into my past. I, uh, I was in band. I played saxophone <laughs> and my dad's, my dad was a pastor is a pastor still is. And so I grew up in church and he was constantly like trying to get all the kids involved in, whatever we could be involved with so um once i started playing sax he was like you you need to be up there and of course this is like this is like southeast texas um it's like one guitar got rid of the organ after like you know 70 years and and i was up there i was like you sure it's like yeah you're like a freshman you just started playing sax why don't you get up there and play with these hymns and sure enough like i started just playing sax no sheet music i was like i'll just figure it out as i go there's only you know there was only like 15 people there on a sunday night like i guess i could just try this out and sure enough i did it for like years and i got really really good at playing by ear um but after a while you can only play saxophone at a church with you and a piano for like solely so long before people are like this what is what's going why is kenny g here um playing solo sax solos in an old hymnal um so i eventually learned guitar because my sister played guitar and i got her hammy down and uh it changed my life um for for the better like i I learned how to just be more creative you know it's you can write songs with a saxophone you just there's just not i don't even actually i don't know if you can write songs with a saxophone (laughs) i don't know if that's possible but that sounds like something if you were homeschooled and and you started probably with the youth group in church Mm. started playing that's did did uh like were you surrounded by people in your youth group that were playing or were you like the only one you're like no this is my own path um there were definitely some other people around in the youth group and other youth groups or just other people I knew from, from around the area. Um, so I kind of just 
always surrounded myself with creative people, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Well, you being a musician all, and you, I'm assuming you're a libertarian. Yes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about that. When did you become a libertarian? Um, so that was um, going back to 2014. <laughs> uh, me and a couple friends opened a coffee shop here in Memphis. Right. And just, you know, a couple people in their 20s trying to figure out how to run a business. Um, learned a lot in a very short time. And uh, yeah, I learned a lot about taxes and all the different legal it gets everybody right there <laughs> the legal loopholes and everything with running a business and started thinking about labor laws and things like that and then one of our regular customers uh, was running for city council and so he started having a lot of his campaign meetings with his group there at the coffee shop and i was like okay. maybe i should find out what's going on locally and stuff like that and then uh, as that was happening uh, led into 2015 and the presidential debates and election of of that whole year. I don't remember and... that. Can you tell me? No, I'm just playing. Yeah, yeah that's a um, good time. Yeah, so that's so, how you get started. That's cool. Yeah, I kind of, I didn't really know where I fit in politically at the time. I really had no idea anything about it. Um, I was, you know, fairly apolitical before then. Yeah. Um, and when I started to do some research, it didn't take long for me to figure out I was not either of the two major parties. Yeah, I was yeah. like, and uh, it was actually Gary Johnson who was the first one who was like the name Libertarian was attached yeah, yeah. to. And I was like, oh, let's figure out a little bit about this. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you came through it basically the same way I did. Um, I kind of just fell into it. I was apolitical for a while. Um, actually, I have a question real quick. Mm -hmm. uh, and you don't have to you'd be like, I, I, I don't remember. Just say you don't know or you don't remember that time. Um, but before you were libertarian, did you lean towards a political party? And because uh, I have a follow up question, because I kind of I, I was amorphous even then. But I guess I had some leanings um, because I, I grew up in church, but I was also a part of like some hardcore punk bands. Yeah. And so I was curious about that for you. Um, I mean, I guess a lot of my family is definitely more right wing, mm -hmm. um, for the most part. I mean, it's kind of split, but, um, and I think I just subconsciously maybe was that way just because of how I was raised. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, throughout college, I kind of just, I was exposed to a lot more things and a lot more thoughts and ideas and yeah. different viewpoints. So do you was, have a, do you have a favorite libertarian writer? Libertarian writer. Yeah. Um, as in like author, I don't know. Author from like yeah. past, uh, I would say Frederick Bastia. Okay. Here's the thing. I'm going to let you in on a secret. <laughs> I haven't read any libertarian authors. I almost <laughs> read Ayn Rand almost <laughs> and still didn't even get that far. So you're not, I'm not asking you to impress me by any means. I'm an idiot uh, when it comes to that stuff. So <clears throat> I just hang out with all the kids who have. Yeah. And they're like, how do you feel about Austrian economics? I'm like, anybody else want to take this one? Um, 
I'm a, I'm a big, see, the thing about, here's a thing that I run into with libertarians, and one of my friends, Jack Casey, he's an author, who's the one I was talking about, and we had this conversation when he was on the podcast, um, because he's a creative thinker, like, he's mm-hmm. also about storytelling and narrative, and we were talking about libertarians and how they're always, like, when you try to have a conversation when they're like, well, tell me about this plank and this platform, where, where is this? And, you know, and Rothbard didn't say that. And, yeah. and we're, me and him are always off to the side being like, you know, no one cares about that stuff. Right. Can you <laughs> right. make a good piece of art, like write a good book. Like yeah. that's, and so we're always on this, none of our other libertarian friends who aren't in the arts per se, um, super head, heady knowledge. And then we're over on the side, um, just doing cool stuff with art. And so I was, I, that's why I was, I didn't want to throw you on the, like, who's your favorite? I was hoping you'd be like, yeah, I don't, I don't read these, these dumb books. I just, I'm, I'm just cool like that. Um, that way I wouldn't feel so alone. Uh, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't get into, to be honest. And I've said this before, um, libertarianism. I, I don't even think I'm a good libertarian, to be honest. <laughs> I, I lean, I lean on the right side, but I'm not quite sure exactly what that means anymore because I grew up Christian. I'm still a Christian and mm-hmm. as a, that whole thing um, has been a major part of my life. But there was like a stint in my uh, early 20s where I left Christianity and I was in, I went from like pop punk, like I'm gonna write a song about taking a girl to the prom to like hardcore punk where I started listening to bands like Anti-Flag and and mm. all of their songs were like, these are war crimes, Bush is <laughs> killing us. You know, like they're <laughs> using deleted, pla- you know, palladium. Um, and so I was like, what are they yelling? Okay, anti-government, this seems... I, you know, is that whole like coming of age thing? Like, yeah, I'm 18. What am I supposed to do with my life? You're like, you're supposed to f the man, dude. And I'm like, yeah, all right, I could do that. And so it was a natural thing for me. But I never, every, I could never write a political punk song because I was so like, don't care, just don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I just was never political. I never thought that way. Um, if I got into any heated arguments with people, it was always about like theology. Mm-hmm. And so I went from like that Christian, and I went into like atheism because how else do you f the man except you go past the government and straight to the man um and that's when I, and then eventually i just was like this is a i mean i'm not gonna it just didn't work out for me um i didn't end up staying in the atheism game but i did come from that being apolitical and seeing seeing the left uh th- that whole kind of left sphere and um and that's that's why i've been asking you these weird in-depth questions did you did you have a, any anything like that does that sound familiar? It seems like me and you had a lot of the same background. Yeah, so let's see. I uh, I first moved to Memphis because I there was this small Christian music college here. And um, it was definitely a different atmosphere. I grew up in Pennsylvania. Okay, yeah. And moving down here to Memphis and kind of being in the so-called Bible belts and... Um, just a different brand of Christianity than I was used bit. to. Yeah, a little bit. Kind of, kind of opened my eyes to some uh, uh, just kind of corruptness within church structure. Yeah. Um, so I had a, a whole sort of like deconstruction period during my my time at college. Okay. Um, but uh, I mean. I made a lot of great friends and it was, it was definitely, I mean, interesting to, to see all that happening. And that was also during the time of uh, the Obama election and stuff like that. And just to see how 
politics sort of played into that that atmosphere of like all these different Christians together yeah. at a college and what that did to the dynamic. It was really interesting. It's a bit of a, I mean, people always talk about the echo chambers, but there is something to be said about being surrounded by um, a particular viewpoint. Um, and going into the arts, because I went from like punk bands and I was raised, you know, probably with more right-leaning beliefs and then dabbling in left-leaning beliefs. And when I say right and left, you no, know, everyone listening, you can't take me on, you have to take me on face value what I assume those are. I don't, I haven't quite defined those yet. Um, because they're constantly, they're ever changing. Yeah. So it's, it's one of those things where like, I'm not even sure if I'm saying the correct thing right now. So <laughs> don't hold me uh, to that standard. But I did notice like, I did a, a gallery for a short period of time and I've always done art shows and been in the art scenes of whatever city I lived in from South all the way up to the North. Um, and artists always tend to be on, on a more left uh, lean and people talk about um, politically. They're like, well, you know, the right, I mean, there's a whole thing, uh, um, a thing on the right, they say the left can't meme. Mm -hmm. um, and I've explored that uh, before. And I, I think I, I'm not quite sure I've nailed it, but I think, uh, the left has moved into an area where they they just don't have much of a sense of humor because <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of lines you can't cross and as you as you kind of cross you know as you go no 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 that's that's incorrect that's not empathetic enough you start to lose the funny because let's be honest the funniest jokes are the ones you shouldn't be saying <laughs> that's just the truth I didn't make it up somebody else did or uh, it's just truth but but on the right they were never super create they, they wouldn't create new this is something um, dude i'm ranting i'm sorry oh, <laughs> me and my friends me and my christian friends a lot of them are artistic they're artistic in that room matter of fact one of my best friends he does music and uh, we would growing up uh growing up i mean but like in our early 20s we were we were artists but we were also christian and we used to uh utterly despise christian contemporary music yeah um because it always they're like they're they're sure it's it's a christian rock band but they're 10 years behind mm. they're always behind like they're never doing anything new yeah. there was a few exceptions um that but we held on them like thrice and me without you like oh. these, bands, <laughs> okay. these bands are like okay now, now somebody's doing something new with this but for yeah. the most part not a lot of not a lot of that we used to we used to sit around and go what's the like how come how come these and it and it might be just a right-wing thing of of just not trying when you're when you're making art to reach to reach a demographic other than making art for art's sake right is kind of where where we i think we landed up um what's your thoughts on that one yeah um it's funny uh thrice or me without you those are some of my favorite bands and oh that's so good that's definitely what drew me to them um and i probably i think i knew i was a fan of me without you before thrice and just like yeah. their origins and them like I've seen interviews. They didn't even know that there was such a thing as like a music industry specifically like around Christian theology. They were Thank like, God. we're just a Thank punk God. band. I'm so <laughs> happy. I'm so nothing makes me happier than them not knowing. Yeah. They just um, didn't even know that that was a thing and they were just playing music. And so, um, but yeah, and I, I kind of take the same approach with libertarians who make art too. Like um, it doesn't have to be, this overtly political message you know it's just if you're a libertarian who makes something cool yeah, and yeah. that's that's really you know 
because of that influence of those type of, of bands and that industry, that mentality um, is what kind of inspired libertarians who make art and the idea of like, you know, there was, you know, back in the nineties, early two thousands, there was that whole debate of like, are they a Christian band or are they just Christians in a band? Yeah. Yeah. All that I stuff. That. And so that's, that's kind of where I'm coming from. Like this isn't overtly political libertarian messaging. We're just libertarians making art. <laughs> Very cool. Well, with that, can you talk, tell me about what that is? Is it a website? Like, tell me about Libertarians Who Make Art. What is that? Yeah. So uh, it started out with just like social media, just on Facebook and Instagram. And, uh, you know, I'd, I'd seen for for a while there, there's, it's kind of lacking um, arts in the libertarian sphere. Oh, and yeah. Yeah. That being part of my background, um, so I I was involved with my state libertarian party for a few years, um, and I over time I guess I realized that um, that's not exactly where my strengths are, where my time is best used, and so it took me a few years to kind of figure out like what I kind of wanted to do um, in my my free time I guess and. Yeah. Um, try to blend my background of um, music and the arts and stuff like that with this sort of libertarian um, movement that that I became part of. And so, uh, yeah, I started the, the Facebook and Instagram and social media um, just to see how much interest there would be in sort of like creating this. Um, and it, it seems to, to start well and it kept on on growing so i started the website and started doing some like written interviews articles with people on the website um and yeah did some podcasts like i'm doing now very cool um at last year's uh state convention for libertarian party i went had like a, a table there and had some merchandise and stuff like that and um did a little uh like a, a breakout session um where I talked about libertarianism and art I even had um, a libertarian uh, artist there with me to help with the breakout session. So I'd like to try to do more of that too. What is the breakout session? What was, what was the, what was the topic? What was the thing? Um, kind of just what we're talking about now, just libertarians, you know, in the art industry and what that means. Yeah. Do you, what do you, how was it received people throwing mises books at you and stuff like that <laughs> like have you ever read this thomas soul no, um the the people who attended the workshop the breakout session they they enjoyed it and it was it was cool to sort of like connect with other people who are libertarians and you know one person who I had actually known for a little while. I didn't know she was a photographer. And I was like, oh, wow, yeah, let's put some of your, your work yeah. on the website and help promote your photography. So so as far as, because I've, I've noticed, you got a lot of artists on it. And again, basically what you just said. Uh, I don't know a lot. I know a lot of artists. I don't know whether, I don't, I don't always know where an artist's political stance is. So I normally, mm. until they say, I mean, nowadays, if you don't have a political stance, how dare you? <laughs> you need to pick a side. Um, 
And so if you're normally, if I picked up on an artist and was like, well, they're not very political, I could see them being somewhere around the libertarian movement because artists have a tendency to want to push boundaries and like that, that freedom aspect of like what can be imagined. Um, and I actually had, I had Larry Sharp on the podcast way early on. And that my, my question to him was how come, because I come from a, a, a right background, but I was in the had this gallery and i would have these artists come in and i would want to sit down talking well how do you feel about this and they'd be like well you know capitalism is the devil and i'm like yo bro like that's the only reason i'm open like it's because i need that it's like the government's never gonna let me they're never gonna pay me to do what i'm doing right now um but i'm not i'm not uh yeah i'm not kind of dump on them but i asked i asked larry i was like what do you think this is why should more artists be more libertarian than they would be because I mean, truthfully, most of them are lean, lean left, whatever that means. And me and him talked about it at length, and, and it basically comes down to being like that—that that freedom thing. Um, it, it's it. I think I think we came came down to most people just didn't know. Most people don't because artists, to be honest, probably don't pay attention to most. They don't pay attention to politics. Yeah. Um, kind of like me and you. And so I, I, I always wondered about that. I think maybe the, if you go to, maybe it's a, a college thing, you go to art school, um, you're kind of like in surrounded by people who are like, you ever read Marx? And you're like, I don't sure. I just, <laughs> just let me paint this thing, you know, like, yeah. and so I, I wondered about that. Um, the thing that, that I think is pretty rad that what you do is because of that, where I don't, even you didn't know that person was a photographer. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm trying to think of how to phrase this, this question. Did you, did you, did you think this, how, where did you think this was going to go? Like, what was, well, I guess that's a, that's the worst way I could have worded that. What was your, when you were like, I'm going to do this thing. What did you expect from that? Um, honestly, I didn't really know what to expect. Okay. Um, I kind of started with like, just making a small list of people that, I knew were libertarians who made art and, you know, early on it was, you know, like uh, Eric July with backwards and stuff like that. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. this guy's obviously libertarian <laughs> anarchist yeah. or whatever and um, making music. And so I, I kind of just had like a running list of like you know, different, different artists like that. And I was like, what if I just made social media that, just highlighted some of these people doing this and um, through, through the different avenues of social media, you know, Instagram or Twitter, Facebook, um, a lot of people have joined and come to me um, where I've asked, you know, in the groups, like, you know, who makes, who, who's an author who writes books, who's a photographer and, you know, people respond and like, all right, add them to the list get them get them on the website so do you do you have um do people collaborate is it is it work good for networking have you seen anything like that yeah i've started some seeing some people um connecting together and working on things together um you know people post like does anyone know of uh, like someone who can edit a book or something like that and people respond and stuff like that so it's it's been cool to see it kind of like grow into an actual like networking and community aspects yeah the the reason i ask is because if you go online libertarians are almost notorious uh to not get along with each other <laughs> and so um one of the things that 
me and my friend Jack we we would talk about is um is is the unif the unifying aspect of culture in art um, because oh, I mean most of the artists that I know aren't again like they're not super political um, and whereas you have you know, like moms for liberty and you know dads against bicycles or whatever you know these small little groups everywhere that are political groups they're like hey we're a bunch of we're a bunch of you know whatever we are and this is the thing we believe in let's all come together libertarians from what i can tell not really that great at organizing um and and i wonder sometimes it was like well what can you organize around and and that's when when your your site popped up and i looked for it and i was like i could totally see this as being something to organize is the last thing i'm gonna like if i jaren you come on and you're like you're an artist let's talk about music and you know we're like well i i play guitar and i'm like hold on hold on hold on uh, are you for like the Mises caucus or what platform? <laughs> and we just went right into, it would be, it would have been awful. Right. I mean, I don't, it would have been number one, it'd been awful. Cause I wouldn't know what to ask. That's controversial. Um, but it, <laughs> but had I been a normal libertarian podcaster, um, that would have been the first, like, what's your thoughts on the nap and where does it begin? Yeah. You know? And I think art's one of those universal things where it's like, I'm not really concerned so much with what platform or what genre or caucus in the libertarian movement you come from i'm mm -hmm. working i would there's so few and far between artists in this i would just prefer hey let's you like freedom i like freedom that's about as far as we need to go right you know let's let's put something together let's work i just like knowing that there's other people out there who are artists um in the same in the same somewhat basic genre um that are doing that i i like that man um that that's you might be doing something that I don't know if any other libertarians can do. <laughs> Have you ever thought of that? Did that ever pop in your mind? Been like, this is this is strange because most libertarians <laughs> just fight with each other. Why why are these people getting along? Yeah, I uh, I don't know if I thought that I was the only one, but I know that it was definitely a hole that needed to be filled yeah. within you know the libertarian sphere of of thought. Um, yeah, just libertarians are very individualistic, and yeah, let's say that again. <laughs> um, they're very opinionated, and I've tried to navigate that in a certain way. You know, it's not so much about um, everyone's specific views because I'm sure if people really got into their in-depth philosophies yeah, yeah. they fast. were there would be so many arguments <laughs> within yeah. the the people in the group but um i really just want to focus on what they're creating and i think if there's an artist who is brave enough to say that they're libertarian and put that you know alongside of their art i think that's a brave statement in itself that not many people are are willing to do um to me what? that that speaks loud enough i, I want to ask about that you said brave why do you think that i don't i'm not i don't know if i quite understand is that brave to put libertarian by by your name um is it because uh, i think i know what mine is but now i'm, I'm wondering yeah i didn't think about i didn't think about it being a downside <laughs> i didn't think about there <laughs> being a downside but now i'm like no i guess i can kind of see that yeah being a downside i think there's there's a lot of areas in the art and entertainment industry where um, I think you mentioned earlier, like it's kind of, there's a lot of people in more of the left side in the art and entertainment industry. Um, there's also a large segment for 
um, kind of the much more right-wing people. Um, and there's definitely a fan base for that. Yeah. Um, but to, to make something and not be so um, one or the other, yeah, it's kind of a, a weird place to be because you know, have both sides kind of against you at that yeah. point. The, okay, that's exactly what I was thinking too. I never thought of it about it being brave, but now I'm thinking because, well, I guess I didn't think about it because being apolitical growing up, I never saw politics as being so ostracizing. Mm. Um, and I guess if you, I mean, it's true if I'm around any other political party, people in a political party, and I mention the fact that, you know, I'm pretty libertarian, um, it's not, you know, I don't get flowers. No one goes, hey, I like your style. Most of the time it's what's wrong with you. Um, and, and I mean, that's fair. Like I get it. I, I can, I, I, I've, I can back my own uh, thoughts and beliefs up pretty well when needed to be, but I didn't think about, you know, being a, um, a libertarian artist, uh, as, as being something that could be ostracizing. Um, because again, when you say it almost seems like it's the opposite, it, it's basically telling people like, I, I'd like to do what I want to do. And, uh, yeah. And that's that's about as far as I go, you know, with with the libertarian artist thing. But I wonder about that now. Now I'm thinking about all the other <laughs> artists that I know, all the other artists that go to your page, how impactful it is to be in a community now. Because artists are prone, like you said, they're prone to be isolationists. I mean, they're mm -hmm. already libertarian. <laughs> and now right. throw artists on top of that. Now they're literally living in a cabin, you know, <laughs> weaving together, you know, reefs to sell at their <laughs> farmer's market. That it's That is the worst combination to be libertarian and artist together. And to yeah. have a community. Um, I didn't even put all that together, but now I am. Thanks, man. Uh, <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm realizing how lonely I should be. Like, this is all... <laughs> Um, that's I mean, the goal, the goal is obviously to like, you know, have some sort of impact on, on culture and art industry. Um, I, ideally I'd be, you know, I want to show people like libertarians are not just some old guys on computers, <laughs> just blabbering you know, away. Like, no, we're actually, you know, an interesting group of people and we have things to say and we're making these cool things and you know just we're real people yeah so real people wow yeah. you wouldn't think that would be such a statement but it kind of is <laughs> it, it really kind of is i mean because libertarianism when you're not inside the the infighting and everything if you're outside of that libertarianism to most people i think is just sort of this caricature where they don't really know what it is they just have this sort of like these pop culture references of like Ron Swanson or something that like that. That's yeah, all, yeah. that's all people know about libertarianism. <laughs> like, yeah, for real. Um, and so to show somebody like, um, I don't know, this, this guy does this type of art. Also, he's a libertarian. Yeah. Um, and it sort of breaks that, that mold of what people think a libertarian is. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think that was my conundrum when I first started uh, meeting libertarians is I kind of felt like none of you guys are, you guys are really into your books and your mathematics <laughs> and your laws and your policies. Yeah. But if I wanted to drop, there's like a few of them out there where I can, I can just drop star Wars references and they love it. As a matter of fact, I was on one of the podcasts and he was like, you, what do you want to do? And I was like, you want to just talk star Wars? He's like, let's at least do that for, and I love that. <laughs> it, it, it shows, it shows, it shows that people in the libertarian party are more than just uh, one trick pony, right. one dimensional. 
And I don't know if a lot of people, at least from the outside, because again, I'm not a very good libertarian. Um, I haven't done any of my research. I'm not, I'm not in campaigns. I'm not trying to, you know, get out the vote as much, but um, I, I noticed that, that there wasn't a lot of creativity. And this is why, this is another reason why I think it's important in uh, what you're doing. <coughs> uh, because we all know that Breitbart's saying politics is downstream from culture. Mm. And culture is basically just downstream from art. And uh, the right wing has had a hard time with that for a long time. Like, like we just talked about, like the left wing were always artists are great at mm -hmm. like graphic design, getting their message out in different ways to reach multiple different people. The only thing the right has gotten good at is making memes, but that's <laughs> only because they have a decent sense of humor. Like that's all their saving grace. Um, how you make a green frog funny. I have no idea, uh, but it is, it's funny. It is. It's funny. Um, but that, but that whole, having and i'm trying not to uh, there's this there's this other i try not to bring up other podcasters because it just sounds weird to me it's kind of meta but there's this other podcast he has a show um timcast most people know that mm -hmm. and he's always talking about like we gotta if we want people to you know get out he thinks the bright bar thing we gotta start changing culture and i i've always bumped into libertarians because they're like well what is policy and law is going to do which i get is a huge pillar but none of them really paid attention to culture other than like Eric July or a few mm -hmm. of them that have made it past. And I don't even know if people who like Eric July, unless you really are in, you know, you can see him on a podcast, but like, I really like this guy. You might not know he's a libertarian until like your fourth podcast. in. Mm -hmm. I don't think I did. I was like, this guy's cool. He's making comic books. He's not crazy. Um, yeah. And he's just, oh, he's a libertarian. He's an anarchist. And, uh, and I think, I think the one out of all, like, I love, I love my libertarian friends. Just the one thing with the whole party that I thought they were missing was the artists. And, uh, and it's, it's, it's hard because again, they're isolationists and artists are normally isolated too. Um, it would make sense that they were hard to find until someone opens up, Hey, here's a community of them. So mm -hmm. you can just like, Hey, I, I, I fall into a group all of a sudden. Um, I think that's really cool, man. I think that's really rad. Thanks. Uh, I had another question. Let me see what you got here. Um, let's see what I got here. Um, when it comes to libertarian art, have you seen this is a, this is on that same vein, the same vein? I want to ask this. I haven't noticed a ton of political art outside of probably left wing stuff, uh, movies, media, stuff like that, maybe, um, and right wing memes, obviously. But I haven't noticed any political art, like, other than, like, newspaper cartoons. You know how they always mm -hmm. have, like, political cartoon sketches? I haven't seen much art that is political in the libertarian sphere. Uh, oh, my. Why am I messing up my words? In the libertarian sphere. That's kind of hard to say. Um, have you do you, have you seen any artists who are, like, I do political cartoons that are libertarian-based and or something along those lines? I write music that's all about the nap and leave me alone and don't tread on me. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've discovered a lot since, uh, starting the community, just, um, people have, uh, messaged me or, or whatever and been like, Hey, check out my album. It's, you know, the lyrics are about this and this and this. I'm like, Oh, wow. That's, you know, that's there cool. Um, yeah. So it's, it's kind of just discovering, uh, more as I go. Um, a lot more than I ever expected at this point. Yeah. So, 
but nothing super political. They don't people um, don't make political. I mean, it's that's a hard that's a hard question for me to put on you, man. Because I mean, what is like Eric July? He does. I don't know how political his comic books are. Um, I don't think they are, other than some baseline, you know, fundamentals um, in theory. But I, I when I when I was talking to Jack, he wrote he authored some books and. Um, and you wouldn't know. I knew him, so I knew where the in, libertarian influence was. Mm -hmm. But after reading it, knowing he was libertarian, I was like, "Oh my god!" And now I totally see what <laughs> it was. A it was it was very clear libertarian message in it with yeah. with um the you know the state over controlling, and then there's different factions fighting, um, and then there was these people in the center just being like, "Both of these things are corrupt. We're trying to go a different." So it was very overt libertarian, but it was such good writing that you didn't pick up on it. It was mm -hmm. you know, monsters and werewolves. Um, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a John Grisham, uh, yeah. you know, but it was, it was fantasy, but it had a big, strong libertarian message. And that's why I want to ask you, you've seen a lot of libertarians come through. I'm wondering how often are they, uh, like the Christians, are they Christians yeah. in a band or are they a Christian band? I think about that. Are they, are they libertarians who make art or are they libertarian artists? Right. That's kind of my question. Do you run into any libertarian artists who do strictly political stuff? Oh, there's definitely a few. Um, trying to think of some one that comes to mind. Uh, there's a punk band called 390, okay. and their lyrics are definitely anti-government. Um, yeah. And uh, the vocalist for for that band was involved with like the I think it's the California Libertarian Party. Um, yeah. So yeah, that would be one that's like, and he even says like he he's seen he's been around in the punk scene for a while and you know how it used to be very anti-authoritarian and then all of a sudden it's it's not anymore and now yeah, it's yeah, like for sure it's like i want to be the one punk band that's still anti-authoritarian very cool i mean the guy from um sex pistols he's he's considered right wing now um <laughs> there was somebody else who just came out and they were like he's right wing and i forgot it was like some old hairband rocker <laughs> and it's just weird seeing all these old school punk rock Rock yeah. guys that are uh getting claimed right wing chances are they're probably just libertarians um but of course most libertarians if you know according to any far whatever you're on the other political spectrum um to the far right if you you like the idea of growing your own weed <laughs> you're like well he wants to give kids mushrooms and you're like well that's all right um and then on the opposite spectrum if you're like i think the government should give out guns it's a human right and you're far right yeah uh, i like i like the idea that there is a culture of artists i'm glad i found you um because i i i love seeing people that pop up that you wouldn't a lot of them are libertarians who make art from what i can tell i'm technically a libertarian who makes art if i'm considered a libertarian it won't be long before all the caucuses kick me out um, <laughs> as not being libertarian that's why i gotta have libertarians on ever so often the podcast just to make sure i can keep my libertarian card because as soon as I stop having these people on, um, I won't be considered libertarian anymore. Um, here's something that I noticed. You're, you noticed a lot of pop culture, not pop culture, um, a lot of famous libertarians in the libertarian sphere. Um, like Josie the Redhead Libertarian and Clint Russell. And um, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think of a bunch of them. Um, Luke Rakowski, he's pretty libertarian. Um, these people are... are it seems it seems like most of them are political, but none of them none of them have uh, 
what am I trying to say? They're not super artistic. They're not super, uh, they're not super creative. Have you noticed that? Is that something? Or do you, am I, is there like a whole wing? Does Dave Smith have a band I don't know about? <laughs> um, no, I, I think you're right. I think um, part of it is that the Libertarian Party attracts this sort of nerdy type of philosophical thinkers. Yeah, that must be it, yeah. Um, and, I mean, even even myself, as, as much as I've been around the arts and everything, I do have this sort of um, somewhat, like, addictive personality so that when I get into something i dive full in and that's what happened when i got into the libertarian party and libertarian philosophy i just sort of i went straight in i went to all these books i was going to all the meetings and everything and i i like to read books too that's yeah yeah that's your downfall um, is you like to read (laughs) if you can find me a libertarian who doesn't like to read then they're probably they're not gonna like it half of the half of being a libertarian is reading um apparently yeah it really is but that does make a particular character, and that's that's why I brought that up because I never the the leading people of the party don't ever see creatives. I would love to see. Mm-hmm. Oh, I take that back. Phil Labonte, he's on Tim Cast all the time. Yeah. He's a musician and he's pretty libertarian. And Eric July, man, he's he's probably the poster boy of being libertarian and and an artist. Mm-hmm. And so now that I mean, I don't know that many famous libertarians beforehand, other than like Gary Johnson and and whatnot. But now it does seem like the younger generation who are artists who have this libertarian belief are starting to appear and pop up. I wouldn't be surprised as if, you know, people who are involved with libertarians who make art start to um, find their way into into the limelight. Um, and hopefully that is is true. Uh, and this is I think I think that. I think that could be I think that could be beneficial if if honestly, I think it's perfect. Because libertarians are not so inclined to put their politics, because a lot of them probably are a little bit more amorphous on their 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 uh, political stance. Probably mm-hmm. less likely to put their politics forward, but just focus on the art. Yeah, and I think it'll be one of those things where, um, I think I think you'll as as much as politics starts to bifurcate, you'll start to realize that a lot of these people like Sex Pistols and you know. These guys coming out being like, I would have never thought they were libertarian, but look at all of a sudden they're libertarian. I think you're going to start seeing a lot more of that. As well, that was a long way to say, (laughs) I think you're going to start to see a lot more libertarians or a lot more artists coming out as libertarian than, than, um, than just heady, you know, knowledge. I hope so. Do you think so? You you hope so? Do you think that's possible? I think that's, I think it's possible. Um, do you think do you think people are secretly libertarian but they're so used to the tribal politics that they just haven't picked up on it yet? Whether they're secretly or just don't know that they are. Yeah, don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think that's that's more so the case is that they just don't know. Um because even if someone has heard of libertarianism or the libertarian party, they usually have a wrong idea of what it actually is. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> um but yeah, as, as far as libertarians who make art, I don't really press into their different philosophies of what what they mean by libertarianism. Um, sometimes when I do articles about them, um, I'll let them kind of just say a little bit about it because I don't really want to define what libertarianism is. Yeah, you know, This is a platform for these artists and I want them to 
share what they think libertarianism is. Okay, yeah, I can see that. That's actually pretty good because, I mean, it's not that old of a party mm -hmm. um, in general. It, you're kind of leaving it up. And that actually, I like what you said because you're kind of leaving it up for the artists to do what they do best, which is to interpret it, interpretate, yeah. and then to take that and message that out to the world. Um, that's the thing that I've, I, I really have hope. That's I keep pounding these questions about you know when are the when are the art libertarian artists going to start standing up and 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 doing stuff? I think it's just a matter of time again, mm -hmm. but uh, you just don't see you don't see that. It's kind of because you know most people when I tell them like yeah I'm pretty libertarian they're they're like Ron Swanson and to be honest <laughs> with you, I'm like yeah kind of yeah that's kind of where I'm at. Um, it's that's I actually think that's done a decent job of decent messaging in a caricature way but it, it cuts to it cuts to the a bit of the heart of what libertarianism is and why i brought up the the maybe their secret or they don't know they're libertarian is because i think as politics goes the direction it's going as the parties start to veer off into their own separate corners even more so and more so it's leaving this giant wide gap in the center Mm -hmm. And I like that where you're like, I'll let the, when I, you write articles, you let the artist kind of interpret it the way, because truthfully, like I'm, I don't play music that much anymore. So when, when I think art, I think painting or whatever mm -hmm. that uh, other than the podcast. So I think about musicians too, but most people, when they look at, when they look at a canvas and they're an artist, they see whatever they normally use, acrylic, watercolor, oil. And I think libertarians do the same thing. You can find a libertarian and be like, well, what's your thing? And they're like, economics. Like, they're all about the math mm -hmm. and how, you know. But culturally, libertarian, they're like, yeah, I don't, I don't even bother with that stuff. And I think that's the same way artists go. And that's why I like what you just said, because um, you kind of need people to be able to do that. Like, I need I need good music to listen to while I paint. And I need, I need people. I may know cultural stuff. You may know cultural shifts and and where libertarian falls in the culture but most libertarians don't even think about culture or art mm. and so um I, I think that's i think it's really awesome i i think i think it's gonna do a lot more for the party than people realize um and i i hope i hope one day they start to pick up on the idea that the libertarian party has a lot of great artists and they're just quiet about it and if they would start leaning into that cultural aspect that creative aspect on um, the party might go further than just debates online yeah um, and so that's that's pretty rad have you uh have you have you thought about um what the next step is for libertarians who make art podcast or uh documentary or yeah so i was actually talking with some people in the last uh, week or two um about a podcast concept um i know that there's already so many podcasts i don't want everyone and their just, mom has one i don't want to just be one. another podcast but um i was told of... that you can't be a libertarian unless you have a podcast that's what i was told. right <laughs> every good libertarian has one everyone every one of them it's true that's um true. but i mean so many people have talked about it or brought it up i'm like okay Maybe we can do just like a six episode season and see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so that's you know probably in the works. Very cool. Um, okay. I was kind of hoping so. I was yeah. kind of wondering about that. Um, something to continue with it because I I think you if you you've built a pretty decent community from what I can see. You know, 
and again, I'd like the Libertarian Party to start to pay attention to the artists uh, in their midst. I think they would do really well. I mean, if you do look at like some of the top, Eric July is one of my favorite people ever. And the, the guy's just on kind of feels like he was on his own. Just being like, mm. he, he was brave enough to go, I'm a libertarian or I'm an anarchist and I make yeah. really good art. Uh, watch this. Yeah. And it's, and he wasn't, he didn't have, he didn't have the Daily Wire paying him to do so. Uh, nor did he have Hollywood being like, you're a minority. Why don't you make some art? You know, so, um, I like that. It's a bit of a trailblazer. And I would like to see a lot of artists follow right in line. And then instead of just having, here's here's the top libertarians that everyone knows about. They've all read all the books. Sprinkle a few artists in there too, to kind of keep the cultural uh, the cultural aspect involved. Yeah. Um, that's it, man. Well, uh, do you do you have do you have anything else you want to say? Um, I mean, I guess as far as other things that that I'm working on besides oh, yeah, tell me. podcast idea, um, I'm putting together a database on the website. Okay. So, so the government can track us all. Awesome, <laughs> love it, dude. That's just fine. Um, but yeah, essentially, you know, it'll have information for different artists. You can search by the type of art and you know what state they live in. So like. Um, if you're trying to put together a convention and you're looking for, I don't know, a painter or someone to be at your convention, you go on there. Awesome. There's, you know, three people I can ask. So yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That's a genius idea. You imagine if artists actually got invited to stuff, (laughs) right? That would be super cool. Um, that's a good idea. The, uh, I was on the podcast for, uh, the libertarian party of Georgia. They said they did a, uh, a film screening at their, at their convention had like a couple different short films and stuff. And while I was doing the podcast, they told me that they had actually used my site as a reference to find some of them. I was like, yeah, that's yeah, insane. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, I may or may have not have perused your website to look for podcast guests, but that's just, that's, <laughs> I'm not going to admit to anything. Uh, I plead well, I mean, the fifth. Go for it. It's I mean, that's what them. it's there for, right? Yeah. Right. That's what it's there yeah. for. So I, I love that idea. I love that idea, man. That's yeah. such a cool concept. And to be honest, it, with that database, there's, I mean, every libertarian has a podcast. It wouldn't be hard for them to be like, well, I'm missing a guest. Let me scroll right. through to have somebody interesting on to talk about something that they haven't talked about before. Is you can only talk about uh, Ludwig for how many episodes and repeat the same thing over again. Um, I'm just picking on. <laughs> I like to pick on my 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 podcaster, libertarian podcaster friends. The yeah. one thing I noticed, and I started doing it this, you're going to love this. I started making art, political art. Like I did a piece with like the, the porcupine, you know, the mm-hmm. libertarian party in New Hampshire. And I've started to think about doing more libertarian political style art. Like stuff at least in that vein, that, that kind of freedom don't tread on me. Because I mean, even, mm-hmm. even the... Um, I mean, technically don't tread on me. It was a piece of art. And so I, I thought about sticking around that and just, I started just mailing them out to libertarian podcasters because most of their backgrounds don't have anything. I'm like, you podcast uh, for a living. Like, yeah. this is what you do. Why? What's going on back then? And so I was yeah. like, I'm just going to start sending them art because liven it up. Make up, make, make us libertarians look interesting instead of just, you know, a stack of books. I mean, <laughs> stack of books is interesting, I guess, but. So something else back there. Obviously, I overdo it, but that's <laughs> what that's else great. do you want to do? Um, awesome. Too. Uh, the database, what else you got? What else you thinking? Um, so 
as far as like the written articles on the website, um, I started taking some of them and creating a uh, digital magazine. Oh, right. Okay. Um, so I got the first issue on the website already uh, available for download. And oh, okay. the second, second issue coming out, probably I'll get it posted this week. Um, and I'd also like to get, look into um, like print on demand so people can actually get a physical copy of a magazine. That would be awesome. You know, libertarians yeah. who make art. Um, That's great. I love that. Yeah. Start buying those and slipping them in airports and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, I've thought about doing that stuff on my own. That's why I brought that up. I was like, it's, it's not a bad idea. Um, just start leaving Pardonable Podcast stickers everywhere. Yeah. Um, I may or may have not done that maybe um but yeah dude i love i love that idea and i've been waiting for zines to come back anyway <laughs> right um, i know it never really got super far but i still love the concept of them like mm. every I, I love the concept of a zine um especially in a local community always wanted to um, do that in my own town but i love it dude i think that's rad um and i mean you, it's not like you're gonna run short of artists it seems like you're only growing yeah um and so the more you can do the it's not like you're going to run out of material. Yeah. I mean, at first I was like, I don't know how many people I could find doing this and just start promoting the same artists over and over. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah after the first few months, I was like, you know what? There's actually quite a few. I'm not going to run out. <laughs> that's awesome. So, See that that's what I would have thought the same thing you thought. Like yeah. it's going to be the same for, I thought about that with the podcast. Cause I try to keep artists on the podcast and not just political pundits and other libertarian podcasters. Um, and I thought about, I was like, how do I mix the two? And I was like, I don't know how many, again, I, I, I can just have artists and ask them, hey, what's your political affiliation? Like right <laughs> off the bat and see if yeah. I can get a good answer. Um, but yeah, no, you've, you've made the avenue a lot easier. And I, I, I think, I think that's, again, I think it's just a community that was needed. I, I think it's, it, again, if there's anything that can unify and Lord knows the Libertarian Party needs some unification, <laughs> yeah. um, it would be through the arts. And I like the way you, you put it, like I, I let the, you know, the artist in the articles, I let them explain it uh, mm -hmm. the way they see it, because that's, I'm, again, I, I sound like a broken record now, but that true, if you look at most political parties, people who are Republican or Democrat, you ask them, what's the most important issue? It's going to vary. And most yeah. of the time, that's the only thing they think about. You know, most people are one issue voters, yeah, um, or at least maybe a few. So I can totally see, see that being an easy easy libertarian move of being like, well, you know, this person focuses on, you know, um, foreign policy in this. I mean, we kind of started to do that already, but just can't figure out how to unify on it. And I think unifying on art would probably be the best bet. Well, I hope you agree. Um, hope I'm not the only one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, how can everyone find, I mean, I know I keep talking, I keep using <laughs> the name, obviously if they can't figure it out yet, but give them an easy route. Yeah, libertarianswhomakeart.com. Um, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Threads, TikTok, um, Discord, Very cool. and a Patreon. How do how do artists who are libertarian, what do they have to do to, to get featured? So people can um, listen and can be like, oh, you don't want to try this out. Yeah, so on the website, there's a, like a an about section, um, and then I'll have a link to an artist form. It's just a, a real short form to be able to fill some basic details and contact me so I can get you, uh, get you on there. That's awesome, dude. I love it. All right, man. Well, um, I appreciate you coming and talking to me. Um, yeah, thanks for I'm having gonna, me. 
gonna keep an eye on that thing. Probably gonna poach some guests uh, <laughs> off your website because that's what it's there for. Yeah. But yeah, Jaron, I appreciate it. And uh, man, I'm gonna keep an eye on that and keep watching, see where this goes. I'm gonna keep pushing for it too. Um, I do it with most of my libertarian guests. I try to veer them off policy and into painting. Well, that was two piece. I try to use that. <laughs> All right, man. Well, you have a wonderful night. Thanks, you too. Thanks for coming. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning into the Pardonable Podcast. Um, I thought that was a, a great way to kind of look into the... I know I haven't had a lot of libertarians on. I've been very judgy with my libertarian guests. And so I've been kind of, you know, let's hold off on having too many of you, you people on here. Um, the libertarians, they're a crazy bunch. But I've been definitely waiting to have Jaron on. I spoke to him this, this summer. I was planning on having him on because I noticed him in, in a field of, you know, uh, book nerds. There's one guy out there being like, there's a bunch of artists here that need some kind of community. And he just stepped up. I, I had a blink of an idea and uh, I'm happy somebody did it because I would have said on that and it would never got done. And uh, again, I'm probably going to poach off that. So you're going to see more artists on this podcast, less libertarians, maybe more libertarian artists or libertarians who make art. Anyway, go check out his website and sign up. If you're an artist and you're listening to this, and you're like, I'm a libertarian. I want to be part of a community. Great place to do that. And if you, want to get more exposure i mean if, you know this is a, libertarians need other libertarians especially creative ones um and start sending art out to these podcasters the, their backgrounds don't look anything like mine um mine could probably do a little downsizing but anyway thanks for tuning in to the pardonable podcast and uh go to pardonablemerch.com to uh support me or you can just like and subscribe leave a comment and if you leave a cool comment like this podcast is awful i'll read it out online uh, on my next episode. Uh, but anyway, you guys have a wonderful week and I will see you back here next time.